Are you looking for a way to realize wellness in your life, to get past any healing journey that you may be on emotionally, physically, financially? Well, I have a solution for you. I am a wellness coach with the Health Style Emporium team, and together we partner in a way that is dynamic for you to really up-level your lifestyle with a multi-point system that is going to offer you accountability, support, and nourishment in a dynamic way. If you'd like to learn more and you'd like to work with me, this is an affordable way for you to do that. And I invite you to reach out to me on Instagram at Beautify Face Yoga. That's my handle. You can message me there. And I would love to see if this is a good fit for you. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. season six. This is so exciting for me. I love sharing the wisdom of holistic medicine, holistic lifestyle practices, and ancestral nourishment so you can benefit and radiate beauty from the inside out. Beautifying is the way of the world. When we are able to beautify our own body, it radiates out into our family, our community, and we are better able to realize our potential in those settings by attracting others to our focus, our energy, our plans, our visions. We are better able to realize our dharma in the world. So that is my mission, is to help you and everyone I know and everyone I find to beautify from the inside out. So settle in, enjoy with a cup of tea, share this with a friend if you think you may know someone who would benefit from this podcast. We have a lot of interviews coming up this season and I'm really excited to share my community with you. Thank you so much for being here. I am so grateful. Welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. And today I am sharing the opener for this, the theme this season, and that is around intention. So for several years now, I've been a yoga teacher, and at the beginning of many classes, not everyone, but many, we begin with a quiet settling in, a meditative conversation to invite students to bring an intention into the practice. And in every honesty, I have enjoyed doing this practice myself and was taught by other teachers to to do this kind of a ritual to begin a class that's worthy of holding on to something during the practice to anchor ourselves into expressing our bodies and pushing ourselves just a little bit 
And sometimes an intention can really foster deep connectivity to a greater rhythm, a, a greater thread of why we're doing this. So after reading a wonderful book, uh, which I highly re- recommend, it's called Ask Powerful Questions. And I'm putting this in my um, book section on my website, beautifyfaceyoga.com. So you can find that there, how to, how to find the book. And I was illuminated to so much research about intention that has been done in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, and the teen 2000s. And I didn't know about this. And I was just so excited to learn about this. So maybe you are the same. And I'm sharing this information with you here. I'm citing all of the research in the blog that this is attached to. So again, just go to beautifyfaceyoga.com and look at the blog about intentions and the research behind it. Because I think it's interesting to note that when we have intention to accomplish something, to do something, to stick with something, to be something, that there is some sound body of evidence that shows through studies of humans that when we have an intention, we are more likely to follow through. And this is a remarkable thing to understand about human behavior because so many people do need to have science-backed data to feel good about doing things, and I totally respect that in a modern world. However, the action of intention is, in a subtle body sense, really the action of following your heart's desire and aligning with your values. So having an intentional practice throughout your life and every facet of your life, it brings alignment to your spiritual nature. And that can be very powerful because when we are aligning with our values, we are elevating our experience. So I bring this to you because I know a lot of people around my age. I Um, I serve women over 35 who are in perimenopause and menopause. And the reason I want to work with women in that age group is because that age group needs a lot of support. (laughs) We all need a lot of support during that time. And the medical system is catching up slowly, but it's not fast enough. Um... When I started going into perimenopause, I discovered that the medical community didn't think I was. And in fact, I was going through perimenopause. And now it's it has sped up. You know, now we know it's about age 35. Some folks, some doctors say 40. But age 35 is the time that our bodies start this synchronous orchestra of changes in our body. So, with the idea of intention, 
at this time of flux can bring a lot of chaos into a centralized area. <laughs> we can create some potency in offering an intention around everything that we're doing. And that can elevate our experience, offer focus to our lives, and anchor our actions during a time that may involve hormonal flux. That is really, really powerful because sometimes when we are in hormonal flux, we really have so much to juggle and so many responsibilities like the height of your career or maybe you're starting a new career. Maybe you have older kids. Maybe you have younger kids. Maybe you have aging parents. Maybe you don't have the support of parents. Maybe you have friends who are in another phase of life. Life can get pretty complicated when we enter that segue of middle age. And while you may not identify as being middle aged when you're 35, that's okay. Um, that's not a problem. You can simply address your own unique issues and needs. Intention can be that to which you apply to your own issues and needs because when we offer up an intention at the beginning of the day to ourselves, we know that we are building a practice that eventually you'll be able to count on, especially when you see the results, the magical resort, results of everyone around you who is part of this intention practice. And in another episode coming up, we're going to talk about the power of intention and leadership. And that can, is, you don't want to miss that one because intention and leadership it's everything. It's actually the cornerstone of accomplishing anything and leading people to whatever it is that you're helping to lead them to. The amazing part about all of this is that wiring your habits and brain around intention makes you stronger the more that you do it because you know the potential outcomes. You understand that it is supported by science, that we have done studies and understand that this actually works. Stay tuned for a quick break to support my sponsors that help support this podcast. Thank you so much. Are you in the San Francisco Bay Area on June 24th, that's a Saturday, from 4 to 5.30 p.m., I am hosting a summer solstice skin wellness retreat, and I would love for you to join me to do face yoga and to explore the beautiful skincare line, Sarasa. 
and I love working with Sarasa products. They are very amazing. They blend both science and Ayurvedic herbs, natural herbs of all kinds. There's some traditional Chinese medicine herbs in this lovely skincare. And what you'll do is you will learn and walk away with a sequence that's perfect for your unique face. If you have any asymmetries, any kind of voice or throat concerns, this could be a really lovely way for you to revive your head, neck, and décolleté and realize your own beauty from the inside out starting with face yoga and skincare you can dm me at instagram beautify face yoga is my handle and then look at the links in the bio and you'll find it at the very top and you can sign up for this wonderful retreat i can't wait to see you bye 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 so I think that there's a famous quote that I was quoted during my childhood so many times growing up in the South, and that is, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So I want to dismantle that idea here, considering the research and science behind the fact that we are more likely to coalesce what we want by setting intentions because the science that I'm talking about it sums it, it, it it's a little tricky okay so it does say that 25% more voters are inclined to vote if they answer the question about their intentions to get to the polling station, their intention to be prepared to go and vote. When individuals were asked about this, they were 25% more likely to go and vote. And the other evidence that I'm citing in my blog is around that likelihood of intention, setting an intention, you're about 25% more likely that you will realize it. And I guess the point of this focus for me on intention is that I've actually seen greater strides with it as a leader when we focus for example, in a meeting, laying out the intention of the meeting, we were close to 100% to sticking on task with the intention. But sometimes we did veer off the path, always coming back to the intention. So I feel that these blanket statements there's a famous quote by William Shakespeare about intention and ambition just doing one another in. And these futile ideas around moving ahead, moving on, developing, shaping, reshaping with intention 
being a focus, I think that is a narrative that has to be moved to the back of the room. That's something that is of another time, of another culture. Thinking about intention with a feudal perspective is unhelpful to anyone who is hopeful, looking for something new, looking to develop something new. Because the reality is, if you do stick with your intention, say, for example, my intention is to grow my business um, by 50% this year. That's my intention. And we know that things come up. Things happen. Marketing campaigns are can be not, not as successful as hoped. And... If I were able to achieve 25% of business growth, that would not be 100% of a failure of intention, setting an intention and realizing it. To me, it would be 100% that I realize my intention, getting, moving the needle, getting closer. And that would be celebratory for me. So with this idea of intention, I think for the person who is hoping to establish a face yoga practice for whatever reason, someone who's wanting to drop some pounds, someone who's wanting to be natural during perimenopause and menopause, these setting intentions around these kinds of goals can move the needle. And it's important to not throw out this strategy because it is shown that it can work. So we will be fully examining this upside down and sideways throughout the season. I have, I have several interviews from my favorite women in business, and I love sharing their stories with you. And we'll also be highlighting face yoga, really looking at that in a, under a magnifying glass, and really thinking about what's the point of it? Why does it work? And how do we stick with it? So I hope that you'll hang out here, check in every week, and I'll remind you as well. I just want to thank you so much for being here and enjoy your week. Namaste. Oh my gosh, I love this quote. The true beauty in a woman is reflected in her soul. This was said by Audrey Hepburn, you know, very natural beauty. She is an inspiration to me and to so many people, right? If you like this podcast, I just want to invite you to hop over to beautifiedfaceyoga.com because here you can learn about this program designed to help you embody the wisdoms of the Marma Point Massage, Energy Release yoga, facial yoga, 
mindset and environment refining. Explore your soul's passions and reflect this in your face with these holistic health practices designed to beautify your facial structure. Go to beautifyfaceyoga.com to learn more.